The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. You say you want a revolution, well, you know, we all want to change the world. Tell me that it's evolution, well, you know, we all want to change the world, but when you talk about destruction, don't you know that you can count me out, don't you know it's gonna be... Good morning, Carrie. Good morning, Mark. You found financial food for thought. Well, happy New Year, Carrie. Yeah, I don't know. So what's well? At least it's a new year. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, you know, I don't even I'd know. Started off good. I don't even know where to get started in this year. I mean, coming off probably <sighs> the worst year in a century, 2020. Yeah. And we're starting like this. Mm, guess I never say it can't get worse. is hunting the ragtag army who invaded the capital as the world watched in disbelief. The FBI is seeking info that will assist in identifying individuals who are actively instigating violence in Washington, D.C. But you don't need facial recognition technology to identify this guy. He's the guy. You see him? Yeah, I don't see him looking like a typical Trump supporter personally, but, you know. Minutes earlier. He's 32-year-old Jake Angeli from Jake. Phoenix, who is a believer in oddball QAnon conspiracy theories. The man who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's oh, desk this guy was great. 60-year-old Richard Barnett, known as Big O. Big O. Big O Dick Barnett. military legend as his Twitter handle, George Reincarnated Patton. He took an envelope from Pelosi's desk as a souvenir. Now left her a note on her desk. <laughs> it says, Nancy Big O is here, you this That's big up. He's 60 years old, kid. Oh my God. He's young enough to be Nancy Pelosi's son. From Bradenton, Florida. And this fellow. This guy. Did you see? The, did you see the guy from Florida? He, he, the guy from Florida is, is is walking through the rotunda with with a. He's stealing a, a, a lectern. And, and 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 he's smiling at the camera, waving like he's in the Rose Bowl parade. Yeah. Maybe he felt like he was. Stream the moment he and other members of the mob broke into the Capitol. Derek Evans is in the Capitol. Derek Evans. He's a just-elected delegate in the West Virginia State Legislature. I can't make this up. DC police released a wanted poster with photos of members of the mob who invaded. He's a recently elected member of the <laughs> West Virginia legislature. Oh, yeah, and he He's, won't resign. I did see. Yeah, I did, at, he was asked to resign, I think. Yes, and I've been minimizing my viewing on all of this because I'm trying to have a happy new year despite everything else going on and just trying to skim the headline. But I did see the ask, and he said he's not resigning. <sighs> you know. It's sad. It's just sad all the way around right now. Well, it's not the end of the world. It may feel like it to a lot. Um, Let's hope not. Let's see. Let you know. We certainly have a lot else to talk about. Um, we we can you know we've got you know good news, bad news. We've got lots of news. I think we activity. need some good news, Mark. Good news. Uh, stimulus checks are on the way, Carrie. Uh, I got actually. You know what? Ours showed up in the account New Year's Eve day. Yeah. Yeah, New Year's Eve. I was like, what's this? And, and my my oldest got hit. And I was like, well, they didn't waste any time. And, you know, and chances are there's more coming. Oh, what's that going to cost us? <sighs> you know, well, I tell you who it costs is Mitch McConnell because he's now out of a job. Right. At least out of Where's the your little leadership. Ka-ching? I think it's going to cost all of us. Carrie, I don't. I think there's consequences Carrie, for all of this. You're, so you're throwing out majority of the Senate over 
uh, you know, between uh, 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 $600 and 2000 over a, a $1,400, you give up the Senate? Oh, I'm not saying that was a terrible strategic... You know how strategic... much giving up the Senate's right. going to cost? Oh, oh, I know it was a bad strategic move. I just don't think... In general, we just keep throwing money at problems, spend, spend, spend. There's consequences to that, which I think is going to be tax, tax, tax. So if you haven't really thought about financial planning before, We're you, talk you about better, it. you know, be proactive if you're concerned about future tax rates, because well, chances are, even if you don't think that you're in that boat, you're going to be in hit in some one way or another. Well, we're going to talk a lot about that, because prior to the Georgia runoff on this radio show program, I was saying... You might not want to change your, whatever you want to call it, your estate plan, your financial plan, your retirement plan, you know, whatever you want to call it. You might not want to change your assumptions until you actually get the results of the Georgia runoff elections. And now the blue wave is coming. Now, it's still a question of whether it's going to be a tidal wave or it's just going to be rough seas for a while. Um, and, you know, if you've got a big enough boat, you'll be fine. If you're in a small dinghy, you may not be fine. Yeah. Now, in, in, terms of, uh, in terms of how that financially, if you're worried about uh, a, a, a Democratic uh, progressive tax mm. hike, mm. Um, again, it, it, you know, it may not affect you, right? So, so one of the things that we'll be talking about, and I think Carrie will be talking about this this whole year, right? Um, you know, because it's not going to happen overnight. Now, one of the main things um, that that has still to be decided is will Schumer be uh, successful in getting the filibuster thrown out? Let's Um, hope not. Because if he is not, then chances are you're not going to see major, 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 major tax law changes. You're going to see. But, you know, again, so so but but clearly um, it's much more uh, of an agenda going forward now that the Senate did pick up both those Senate seats. And for that, Mitch McConnell, his gambit lost. Right. Um, you know, which you, Trump you, told him he would, and Trump, Trump told him Trump he would. said, "You're gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna cost you. Right? It's he gonna said, cost you what, big. What did he, I? What did he so say? like Just Trump or not? Slice, slice your own throats or something? Yeah. What did he say? I forget. I, saw, the, I don't remember yeah, exactly. Like but you know what? Like him or not, a lot of things he says comes to be. Right. And Donald Trump is done. Right. Um, I think uh, I don't think we have to be concerned about him running for reelection. I don't know. 2024, nor any of his children. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he pretty much burned the bridge for um, I disagree. Trump's. um, We'll see. Um, I, I, you know, I think I did win my burrito bet, though. Remember, one of our other burrito bets is I said Donald Trump would concede before. Um, we get the Supreme Court to throw out Obamacare. Right. <laughs> so, so we still, I think there's still, you know, yeah. so we'll see. Um, but so, you know, we'll talk about, you know, so we'll, we'll talk a lot about, um, you know, how at this point do you now start seriously considering a democratic progressive tax agenda and what that means to you? See, again, don't go ask your neighbor, you know, what it means to them. Uh, you've got to sharpen your own elbows. You've got to figure out, you, you know, don't don't listen to the uh, the headlines or the, the, the talking heads on on talk radio, because a lot of times they are, you know, multimillionaires and they think everybody is a, a, a multimillionaire who's going to be affected. You know, remember one of uh, Biden's, you know, main you know, campaign promises that no one under four, making under four hundred thousand dollars of income would see a penny an increase in taxes. Mm. Now, don't a lot of people them. don't believe that, but also it doesn't mean that, you know, some of the uh, progressive tax law changes that, that he will be proposing now will affect you. Right, because even when they did that independent study from Tom's tax group on, but said even if you just tax the people making 400000 greatly, it's kind of a trickle-down effect. It impacts us, whether you call it a tax, in some way it's going to affect everyone. Right. Well, you know, and again, I, 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 uh, you know, I think you've got some time. But if you are worried and you're concerned and you're saying, mm. Mark, it is going to affect me and I want to know if I'm still going to be OK. In other words, do I need to change my financial plan? We'll talk about that, not only today, but probably the most of this year, because I think you got a year. In other words, I don't think you're going to see major tax law changes in 20- 
2021. Uh, at least I don't I don't think there'll be any retroactive. In other right. words, if they pass something in the fourth, third or fourth quarter, that it's going to be retroactive beginning of the year. I, I think because I think even the Democrats realize, Kerry, that's not first on the agenda. We've got other concerns. We've got a virus that you know we're, we're in the you know the dark winter right now. You know the the January deaths you know statistics are staggering. Um, we've got you know a, a big unemployment. We just had a negative jobs report. You know, first time since April where there was 140,000 you know non-farm payrolls lost. You know that's going the wrong direction right um you know of course you know the democratic progressive agenda is to raise corporate taxes but i don't know if they're going to raise corporate taxes in a year where corporations are shut down you know Mm. you know so so you know again i think um i think you've got a year in other words i you know i think first they want to get the economy rolling again that means they got to pass they're going to pass a trillion two trillion dollar tax stimulus bill oh again why don't they just use the ones we were passed before no that that was the down payment didn't you listen to him Carrie? that They're was just ridiculous. a down payment Paying for um, what we're just throwing money Schumer at. saying his main his main goal right now on day one of the new administration is to get the two thousand dollar checks out now we don't mean if that means the additional 1400 on top of the 600 or he means 2000 um i think he means 2000 um so you know and and it's not quite he's not quite calling for ubi yet Carrie. but that may be you know a few years down the road um but i think he's got to get at least get you know he's going to get that two thousand because that's what that you know that's what the democrats promised the Georgia voters, you know, that yeah. vote for vote for us in Georgia and you'll get to 2000. They're going to try to meet that campaign promise um, and then they're going to pass their stimulus package. Um, and then, you know, you know, then President Biden's going to be working on his build back better plan. Right. And and, and so we, but in the, in the meantime, that- I don't think the tax hikes are coming at least until 2022. So I think you've got a year to work on your plan. Now, that doesn't mean you wait till December to work on it. Because it may come faster. But in other words, the other thing is what we try to tell people, and we've been doing this, how many years have we been doing this show, Carrie? Over 20. Um, That, you know, you don't make knee-jerk reactions. You know, the idea is, you know, you first, you know, first you got to, you know, by the way, if you don't have an updated financial plan, you got to start there. You need to get a financial plan. Okay. And then once you got your plan A work, and we'll talk about that today, you know, then maybe you say, okay, now I'm going to run a plan R. A lot of times, if you listen to this show, you go back and listen to our podcast, we talk about building a plan R, meaning, you know, let's say plan A is your base case scenario. So plan R, R can mean for a lot of different things. For example, in 2020, we kind of use it for the Rona plan, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, For the virus plan. This year in 2021, Carrie, I think the R is going to stand for the rebuild plan. In other words, uh, you know, are you going to have to rebuild your financial plan? And now I'm going to include your estate death tax planning. See, a lot of people went away from that when we had the higher federal state tax exemption. Well, that's not part uh, of the Democratic left's progressive tax agenda going forward. And, you know, so, you know, what will now that doesn't mean that if everyone listening has to be worried about paying estate taxes or having exposure to estate taxes when they die. But there are some listeners that do. Um, and we'll talk about some of that. So, boy, I just got too much. Uh, what else do I need to talk about? Here? I want to talk about the um, fourth quarter estimate. It's due next Friday. Right. Um, January 15th. And this year, it's it, we found that um, it was a very strange year, 2020, um, mm-hmm. because of the, you know, when they suspended the RMDs and people were out of work, people were getting unemployment. A lot of people didn't know that unemployment was taxable or they may, they might have knew it was taxable, but they didn't make a withholding election, you know, those types of things. So, you know, whether you were, you know, paying your estimated taxes, you know, based on a previous year safe harbor or current year safe harbor do you need to adjust a fourth quarter estimate or maybe you don't even have to make the fourth quarter estimate wouldn't that be a nice break right so um so uh, you know so we'll talk a little bit about you know estimated taxes a little bit about the rules and a little about the planning strategies and carrie you better get us started because all I'm right run out of time. and you're listening to financial food for thought we're here every Saturday morning on 1420 a.m. between 9 and 10. We're a financial educational talk program here to give you helpful information and what you can do today about your financial life. And now more than ever, 
you need to take steps to protect your long-term financial stability, whether you're working or already retired, especially if you're in the camp that is concerned about future tax increases. And the steps that you take today allow you to create the income you need later on as tax efficiently as possible and put yourself in a position if we're in a faced with, which I believe we are, rising um tax as well as other issues that we may be facing and we're sponsored by the estate planning team and the estate planning team is a fee-based Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm that's been around Cleveland more than 35 years we are also accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau and Super Service Award winners multiple years on Angie's list and we offer a free no obligation consultation which we've been doing either by phone or in person whatever you prefer to see what you can do, um, what opportunities you may be missing out on, and how to be proactive when it comes to your financial life. And we are not investment advisors. Um, What we do is build these financial models and custom plans and help you through objective analysis um, so that you know how to make better financial decisions based on detailed analysis. So really, financial decision-making is much easier and having an effective plan that you know what to do with and cha- cha- have a plan that we help you through actionable steps. We offer a free consultation, again, by phone or in person, but we also, like our plans, our fees are affordable um, and we have customized plans. So if you'd like to take advantage of a free consultation, um, visit the website. There's helpful information as we get summary on tax law changes or anything else going on. Unfortunately, due to COVID, we still don't have any planning classes scheduled at this time, but there's a lot of resources on the website or you can sign up for the newsletter. You can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. All right, now listen to Mark Donnelly and Carrie Waddell. Um, yeah, you mentioned, Carrie, you know, we're not investment. Yeah, we don't manage clients' investments. We don't manage assets at the estate planning team. Um, there's certainly many, many, you know, qualified investment advisors out there that if you're looking for that type of um, help, you know, you can certainly get it. Um, what I think you'll, you may hear a difference in what we talk about and the planning we do, you won't hear us talking too much about picking different stocks or mutual funds or ETFs, mm-hmm. okay? Because that's really not what we do, okay? Right. And we don't consider the investment management to really be financial planning, all right? We 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 you know we think there's a distinction there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, actually, we think that you know what is thrown out around loosely as financial planning or estate planning, again, may include five types of professionals who you may hire to help you build your plan. One could be the attorneys. You know, we're not attorneys. We don't prepare legal documents. One could be a CPA or a a, a tax preparer. You know, we don't, you know, we we don't prepare tax returns in-house for our clients. We work with our client CPAs. One could be the investment advisor. You know, again, we just talked about that. One could be an insurance professional, you know, or then you have the financial planner. Right. And financial planning, but we mean to say, well, first, before you go out and buy another product, you know, do you have a financial plan built, you know, and and not only plan a, you know, based on your current, uh, you know, assumptions, but also maybe a plan R. And I think sometimes people, when you mention products, run out and buy something they really don't need. Or maybe they just don't understand how it works because it sounds good at the at the moment and it's better to first have a plan and then see what fits and what you truly need to accomplish your long-term goals. Right. But just for fun, Carrie, sometimes we talk about the market, um, especially, you know, the uh, some of the barometers, right, that, mm-hmm. you know, to try, you know, and... and so we're in January, right? So mm-hmm. January, there's all sorts of, you know, January barometers for the stock market. You know, I mean, um, we, we can talk about a lot of people look at, well, how did the month of January does, you know, how, that, you know, dictates how the rest of the year is going to go. Some don't use the whole month of January. Some use the first five trading days of January. Mm-hmm. Another one, even before that, though, is the Santa Claus rally. Okay, so the Santa Claus rally represents the last five trading days of the year. Okay, so um, so that's usually um, the last three days of December 
Well, it's yeah, it's it's um, it's the last five trading days of December, and then the two, the first two trading days of January. So it's a seven day period. Okay, um, going so it's it's the last five days of December, and then the first two days of the um, new year. So, and they say if the uh, you know you know it's usually positive, you know, and that's the Santa Claus rally that you can always expect the market to go up in those seven-day periods. So uh, how did it do for this year, in the year of the Rona going into 2021? Well, it's interesting. Um, so on the, on the close, I'm, I'm using the S&P 500 as my benchmark. So the 1223 S&P 500 closed at 3,690.01, Okay. And then at the end of January 2nd, it closed at 3,726.86. So that's basically a 1%. So we can say, Carrie, right. that we had a Santa Claus rally. Might have not been the best Santa Claus rally of all time, but I guess it was positive. And, and a lot of people I know were kind of surprised that the stock market did so well following the you know, Georgia um, results. And I don't think it's really strange. We talked about this, you know, last year, Carrie, is that you know, a lot of the market, you know, Wall Street was, you know, looking past 2021, of course, but, you know, with the Rona problems behind us, mm-hmm. when we're all vaccinated by going into 2022. But also, you know, a lot of you know, there's a lot of bullishness around more stimulus. OK, mm-hmm. um, with the idea Did you say that bullishness or <laughs> Karen, don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> Bullishness. I'm just making sure I heard that right. Because um, I was going to agree with the, the other That was one. saying, you know, if we've got the government dropping money in everybody's laps, huge, you know, stimulus, bailing out these states so they can get back. You know, New York wants $15 billion. Hey, Carrie, what's $15 billion to get New York back? Okay. Um, you know, the, don't we all want things too? Though? You know the um, or you know the the idea of um, if there is even an infrastructure plan, you know, that gets you know money and and, and things going. So you know, the, the, there's you know, there's so a lot. So a lot of people weren't were thinking, hey, if we do get this blue wave, that doesn't necessarily mean the stock market's going to crash. Um, and so far, that seems to be the case. Um, so, but again, you know, the, 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 we were still in a low interest rate world. Um, and, you know, and stocks do play a role, you know, if you're trying to, uh, get a certain rate of return, you know, we're going to talk about building your plan. You know, you have to base a financial plan on some rate of return on investments. You have to make some assumption there. So that's one of the variables that you may change over time. You know, what you, you know, think that, you know, what rate of return are you running your plan at? Now, a lot of times, Carrie, again, you know, talking about uh, putting the, you know, card ahead of the horse, you know, know, the the idea is a lot of times when when we're working with a new client and they say, well, Mark, I I don't know. A lot of times new clients come into this, Carrie, they really don't even know what their allocation is. I mean, mm-hmm. in other words, they wouldn't bet their life on it. They no. think it's maybe 60-40 or 70-30 or 50-50. But right. they might, a lot of times they say, well, Mark, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's an issue, right? Um, but in either case, they're saying, well, what should my allocation be? See, that's a, that's a, that's a more astute question. Right. right? Um, and that's a lot of times what we say is, yeah, now you're getting – to the uh, beginning stages of building a custom financial plan, something that we've been doing for clients for 35 years. Okay, and it's, and it's the realization that, yeah, maybe first you build your financial plan to determine, let the robot figure out what rate of return you need to make it work. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, isn't that a, a unique way of looking at it? Mm. It's, a, it's a, now I, I understand it's a lot different than when you go to an investment advisor and, you know, the first thing they throw in front of you is a, you know, 10 pay, uh, 10 question, you know, uh, you know, to figure out your risk tolerance. Right. 
And how many of you taken those? Moderate. How many of you? How many of you? How would you feel if there was a twenty percent? Right. You know, how many of you have done that, and that really didn't help you or make you in the decision making mode? Well, because how I feel sometimes really is very different than what I need or my plan needs. Especially to make when, work. Especially when they come back and, and tell you, oh, by the way, um, you, you know, whatever the market has done in the past, you can't use the, you know, to assume the future. So, so you're guessing. So saying, who cares? I yeah. So, but our our approach is maybe saying, yeah, let's first um, build a model. And, and we understand, you know, all models are wrong, but you know what? Some are useful. And, and the idea is saying, okay, you know, I want to project out, you know, what my, uh, you know, what my expenses are going to be um, and also what my retirement income is going to be. Right. If you're not retired yet, it, part of that plan process is when are you going to retire? In other words, when are the wages ending? And now you're into the retirement phase. You know, what uh, making assumptions for Social Security income. Um, and if you're not sure when you should start Social Security, come in to see us because um, that's something you don't want to mess up. That could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars extra for you in retirement. Um, but it, it, if you have pension elections, okay, um, you know, looking at those, you know, you, sp- you work 30 years for a company. We always say, don't spend 30 minutes making your pension election. OK, uh, that may not be enough appropriate time. Right. So the idea is you build this model and then through this model, you know, you're saying, OK, now I'm going to, you know, come back and figure out what rate of return do I need on investments to be OK? Because maybe you don't want to take on more risk than what you need to be OK. Now, you could do the 10-minute retirement plan. That's using carry the 4% rule. And mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll be talking about the 4% right. rule. Uh, we talk about it all the time. Um, but, you know, again, the 4% rule is still a surface level. It's a generality. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's not really um, – it's a good starting part. Or if you, if you want to only spend 10 minutes on your retirement plan, yeah, you can do that. Um, but in reality, you know, you probably want to go a little bit deeper than the 4% rule um, or at least modify the 4% rule to your own circumstances. Right. Um, but and if you don't know what I'm talking about, come in and see us because I can explain that to you in, in 25 minutes. Um, but but the idea is saying, OK, now I've got the model that's saying it's 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 extrapolating out expenses with inflation and it's coming back and saying this is the type of rate of return you need on your investments to be okay meaning that you won't run out of money before your life it's a much more detailed than just the 4% rule you know then and, and and half the articles you read today saying the 4% rule is broken well not really you know math doesn't break down it's just you know it's just making the right assumptions and how it's used um so so the idea is saying okay because for example Gary let's say we're working with a new client and 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 we we run their plan A and it comes back and says oh Mr. and Ms. Smith you're going to need an 8% return on your money to be your plan to be okay hmm how, how comfortable do you think they are now feeling about their plan? Mm, not very. Okay, because how much risk do they need to take on to get a guarantee, you know, an 8% rate of return a lot of for risk, the next 30 they're, years? They're, that means they need to have that 8% every year without um, any losses or market fluctuations. So that may lead you to the saying, hmm, maybe I can't retire yet. Or maybe I can't spend, you know, 10000 a year in travel. So the idea is, you know, what 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 could I? Because Mark, I don't think eight percent. You know, you know. Now let's say same uh, same um, analysis, different client, and we come back and say, "Gee, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, in order for your plan to work, you're going to need a three percent rate of return on your investments." Hmm. They may now be saying, "Hmm, maybe I can retire a year earlier." Or maybe they also have a conversation with the investment advisor because sometimes in that case objectively in the long-term plan they can they're not running out of money at three percent and can do everything they can but then we look at the actual statements and have a conversation they're a lot more risk than they need to to be okay so they're taking on unnecessary risk to accomplish their goals and that's where so and that's where the coordination of advisors you know if you listen to the show we always talk about coordinated advisors you know that's the idea saying okay but you first before you run out and buy another product before you make a knee-jerk reaction to the georgia senate runoff victory for the democrats you know do you have a plan and again, it's not the idea of it's not your parents plan. Mm-hmm. It's not your coworkers plan. It's not your neighbor's plan. Right. OK, don't ask them what they're doing, because I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their estate size is. I don't know how much they're planning on spending in retirement. 
Okay, um, you have to kind of work out your own plan, but yet, you know, part of that is to coordinate those advisors. It's okay to use independent advisors. Um, the idea is, are they ever talking to one another? You know, so right. that's kind of what we try to get people to learn, and, and, and that we believe they will get a better retirement plan. And those are things that we help people with at the estate planning team, both people who are working or already retired. And we offer that free consultation without pressure by phone or in person to talk about how we can help, what you're doing, are there opportunities you're missing out on or problems you're headed for, um, and especially in this environment if you're concerned about your financial future or rising health care cost. Again, the consultation is by phone or in person. We have both affordable hourly Fees, if somebody wants a little bit of help or specific analysis or comprehensive affordable fees, which we help with the analysis, recommendations, and then help you step-by-step step through the implementation process to make sure things are done correctly, you can call 440-239-2090. Leave a message on Monday morning. We will get back to you or leave a message and we'll get back to you on Monday morning. That's 440-239-2090. Or you can visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. That's financialfoodforthought.com. All right, Carrie. And uh, Carrie, any New Year's resolutions? No, just to, to not be so stressed. That's why I'm limiting my headlines. I just skimmed through it. I have not, like, we've banned watching all right, you know what? I, I political think every, news in our what? house you because it causes right. too much tension. <laughs> You're not talking about the Browns? We don't watch well, no, because you know what? It's political. Once the, like, my house is huge football, and we don't watch NFL. We watch college, but no NFL and, football and, going and, to my house. Ohio, and it's, Ohio State, that's going to yeah. be, oh, you know, hopefully they can feel the team uh, with, with the virus. See, see, my New Year's resolution, uh -huh. not to get the Rona, Carrie. Oh, okay. Um, you might have had it, though, and not know that, right? Stay home and stay alive. I might have had it. I don't you never, know. I'm just saying, a lot of people, they say had it and didn't have symptoms. and. Um, I don't know when the vaccine is going to reach get down to me. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe by summer. Um, we'll see. Um, but, you know, it, it's a dark winter, Carrie. Um, mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the, uh, the projected January death toll in the U.S., 2,600 a day. Um, okay, uh, January 7th, all right, was the first time in the USA that they had over 4,000 deaths in one day. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but then also, Mark, I'm going to play out of it that, yes, there's positive, but they're COVID-related and COVID, you can test positive and die of other things, but they count it as COVID. Carrie, I don't and care I, what I, you I'm call just it. Saying, right, but I'm just saying if I have end-stage cancer and I get have test positive for COVID because I go in the hospital, or I have a stroke and then I'm in the hospital and test positive, they're going to count it also as a COVID. Yeah, but that's not 4,000 a day. Carrie. But I'm saying there's a lot because they statistically, and I, the Stanford researcher this summer and another one came out here and said, we still have death certificates of people not dying of major diseases going on. I don't know. I believe it's real. And I don't believe anyone doesn't really believe that it's real. I believe it can affect you, I think. But yeah, I, I, mean, I think that I believe that, I don't know. You know, more and more clients we talk to and their and their first yeah. relation first family family relation close family mm -hmm. relations every day more and more we hear either they have it mm -hmm. or one of their family members has it or has died because of it mm -hmm. and a lot of those aren't you know, uh, uh, young people. I mean, not young. I mean, I'm I saying, saying not not ninety year olds. I'm talking right, but then you all, and, right. and younger. Um, Germany is, is having a terrible week. Um, China just locked down one of their cities with eleven million people. Um, Eric Garcetti, remember the L.A. mayor? He said that more people are dying from COVID nineteen in, in in the city every day than die of homicides in an entire year. Um, in L.A. County. You know, one person dies of Rona every eight minutes. Um, 5,000 deaths in L.A. County in the last two months. Um, currently, 8,000 are in hospitals getting treatment. ICU patients in L.A. County have tripled from last month. Um, it's not good. 
All right. So so my New Year's resolution, stay home and stay alive. Okay. Um, and, and again. See, Mark, I'm thinking, mm, where can I go sunny and warm? This great. This uh, Ohio gray. You know, so, you know, but, but you know, again, and, and, you know, but the idea is, you know, what can you be, if you're at home, <laughs> you know, and you are, you, you are looking for something to do, we can certainly help build financial plans. You know, we were, we have, um, you know, normally in the winter carry mm-hmm. our, face-to-face consultations go down not even right. be pre you know predates rona right you know one is because you know people don't like to travel right. in winter if, if the snow Although days we've and lucky like that. when mild weather yeah we've had mild weather but you know the same idea though or they or even just because of the flu right and a lot oh, of pe- yeah. you know a lot of people say you know um said you know so and so we had gotten used to our winter we call them our winter hours right yeah. our way you know meaning that we you know we normally you know if we're if we we're scheduling an appointment we'd give extra drive time Right. Or if, uh, or just you know, people are saying, "Hey, I, I, I you know, right. I need to get my planning." So it's never more true than right, right. now. And if I people mean, still want to do the in person, we're doing it. And that's, yeah, that's why I that's said fun. no different than flu season. We disinfect. I mean, so right. But you know, but that doesn't mean you can't build. I mean, we, we you know, and, and we, you know. We are very comfortable building financial plans through telephone calls and and email. You know, it, and we have FedEx. We have an, you know we yeah. overnight things to people who aren't comfortable with emails. So you know, there's no excuse, and especially if, you know this year in 2021, if we're talking about building a plan, R, if you have to rebuild your plan based on the new Democratic controlled government. Um, all right. But let's talk about estimated taxes because, again, we talked a lot about estimated taxes in 2020 because it was such a, a abnormal year. Right, because they suspended required minimum distribution, which helped some people not have to do the estimated. Other people who did withholdings for the required minimum right, didn't make those having, adjustments. Didn't make, right, and then ha- having to do estimated payments when they hadn't done them in the past. Many people were laid off temporarily. Many people got unemployment that was unexpected. Uh, many of those people did not elect withholding on the unemployment. Maybe if you if you if you don't realize that, yes, your unemployment, both your state unemployment and the extra federal six hundred a week, is taxable income to you. Okay, the stimulus checks are not. You know, we still get that question sometimes, Carrie. Right. Yeah. The stimulus checks, you know, are not taxable income. That's like a tax refund to you. All right. Um, and, you know, so if you haven't gotten yours yet, the second, the $600. Okay. Because right? um, a lot of people have already gotten them. And, I mean, basically, if you got the first round, the 1200 right. however you got it, the method you got it the first round, you'll get it the second round. Right. So if it was automatically deposited, that's how it'll be. Right. If you got a check in the mail, that's how it'll be. I haven't heard whether they're sending out those silly debit cards again. Yeah. That was a complete disaster in round yeah, one. Yeah, people were not happy. People didn't even know, weren't expecting it. They were just throwing them out. Right, because you get those advertisements of here's a loan or here's a card yeah. that's... Whoever did that, I, I don't... I, so I don't know if they're... If, the second round is following that procedure. Um, it's still based on your 2019 tax return. Right. So if you didn't file a 2019 tax return, that could be an issue. Right. Um, will dead people get the second round? Let's hope not. It's Probably, po- I would guess with the IRS, it's possible. I mean, they certainly voted in Georgia, so I'm sure <laughs> right? they deserve the second round of the stimulus check. And those Dems um, will make sure they get them. The... Um, all right. Um, if you're concerned about, you know, yours, you can go to or if you haven't got it yet, you you know, IRS tool is up and running. Remember, it wasn't it's called Get My Payment. OK. OK. And this is a IRS tool that you can go to and they ask for your, you know, name, Social Security number. They ask for some identification on, you know, it's just online. And then it will look you up in the system. And it'll and it'll recap, you know, tell you whether or not, you know, first it'll give you the status of your first round, mm-hmm. and then it'll give you the status of your second round, okay, including if it is uh, if it is sending a check out in the mail, they'll tell you the data was mailed out, right. So um, if you're really worried, you can do that. Um, like I said, we 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 do believe now that with the Democratic Senate that more stimulus money is coming. We don't know if it'll be the extra 1400 on top of the 600 to get 2000 It might just be a whole nother 2000 
Um, you know, Schumer isn't, you know, hasn't clear on that yet. Um, it will also, you know, now if some people, if you, um, it, it, the, you know, the, the final stage is if you believe you are due a stimulus check and you never get it from the IRS, then you kind of work that out when you file the 2020 tax return. Okay. Um, and then there'll be a method on the 2020 tax return that says, hey, I'm due a stimulus check and I never got it. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, so that's where, again, you get, you know, we're working with your CPAs. Um, make sure that if that's you, where you believe you um, are, are due a stimulus check. Now, remember, because if you have too much income, you get phased out. Okay. Right. Um, so, you know, and, 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 and the second round, the 600, the phase out's a little bit quicker um, than before. Um, so, you know, you got to be aware of that. But, um, there's, there, there's also, you know, there's calculators out there or call us. We'll tell you, you, you know, give us some information. We'll tell you what you get. You should be expecting from the, uh, stimulus checks. Um, so yeah, so that, that's, um, so that, that's, and then we will all stay tuned, um, if we get additional. All right. So back to the, um, but we're talking about the quarterly estimates. So, but the problem was then what we saw was that, Whatever the client, you know, was projecting that they should be paying in an estimated taxes, maybe back in April or maybe they didn't file the return to July because of the 2020 extension to July. But in either case, search, you know, the circumstances changed throughout the year. And so it, was, it might have been based on bad assumptions. So just to recap, remember, estimated taxes, you know, they're, they're, it's OK to owe money on April 15th unless you owe too much. If you owe too much, you can be, you know, you can get dinged for, uh, you know, underestimated, you know, tax penalty, right? Um, and so, but if you, you know, so what are what are these amounts that you know it says okay, you're no, you don't owe too much? Well, in the tax lingo world, we call them your safe harbors, okay? And there's only two of them. Uh, the first one is called the previous year's uh, tax safe harbor. And the second one is called the current year, you know, tax safe harbor. And basically, the previous year is pretty simple. It just says, hey, as long as you've paid in 100% of your last year's tax, you're covered under the previous year safe harbor. Okay. Okay. Um, now, there's one caveat to that rule is if, if, if in the previous year you had, you know, adjusted gross income in excess of $150,000, for federal, you have to bump up to be 110%. Okay. Okay. So it becomes 110% of the previous year. State of Ohio just has the 100% previous year state harbor, safe harbor rule. Okay. They don't have the 110% concept. All right. So a lot of people just follow that because there's no, that's a no it's number. Easy. It's, it's a no, it's easy. You don't have to, you know, run any calculations. It's a no number. You can bank on it. And you can just say, hey, I'm just going to target my withholding or my estimated tax payments to equal either my 100 or 110 percent previous year. It's the safest if you're not sure what to do. And as long as that's paid timely. Right. Even if you end up owing money on April 15th, you are not charged an underestimated. Which you said timely, because that means because some people didn't know this year that we talked to is that, you know, you can't do any withholding along the year and then just said, okay, my previous year safe harbor, look at my total tax for 2019 and write the check on January or, or yeah, January 15th, 2021 to cover the 2020 year. You can't do that. Right. Um, you know, so, you know, so basically, um, so yeah. So now a lot of people say, well, Mark, I don't want to pay 100 or 110% of last year's tax because I know for sure my tax is going to be lower this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, in that case, you don't have to follow the previous year. You can follow the second safe harbor, which is right. the current year. And under a current year safe harbor, you just have to have at least 90% of your actual tax liability paid in timely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they give you, because that's harder to do, Carrie, right? Right. You don't know exactly how all the dust is going to settle. Like capital gains, interest dividends. Right. Um, and a lot of times you don't even have your W-2, you know, prior to, you know. January 15th. You know, you know that, to, to make that. So they give you a 10% buffer. 
Okay. Um, and, you know, now, the other thing is um, the way you pay your taxes. So we mentioned a couple different ways. One, you could do it through withholding. Or you make quarterly estimated payments, right? And the general due dates of those quarterly, of course, are you know April 15th, June 15th, September 15th, and January 15th, next Friday. Now, so now the beauty of withholding, Carrie, is as long as it's withheld by December 31st, the government treats that as coming in evenly throughout the whole year. So a lot of people, if you know, when we were, if you have, or let's say you have the required minimum distribution, what they would do is they would just wait, and they would say, okay, I, you know, in December they have a little bit more and know exactly what the current year is looking like. Certainly a better idea than back in April. Right. And they say, okay, now I'm making the determination. If they were on the bubble, they didn't know if they should be doing right. the previous year safe harbor or current year safe harbor. Maybe by December they know. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so now they say, okay, now I'm just going to do my RMD, but now I know how much withholding I need to elect, okay, to cover the safe harbor that I'm going with. Okay, and as long as it's withheld by December 31st, it's treated as coming even throughout the year. What you were talking about was that if you're making quarterly estimates, you can't do it that way. You can't just blow off the first three estimates and then just say, "Oh, I'm at January fifteenth. I'm going to make my. Right. I'm. I know what, what my fourth. I know what I want to pay in because the quarterly estimates are timed. Okay, um, they keep track of that. So if you're in the simple rule, if you let's say your safe harbor was going to be a thousand dollars, okay, um, you know they expect you to. You know you're making quarterly estimates. Okay, Um, you know, they want you to make two hundred and fifty dollar quarterly estimates. Mm -hmm. So you make one in April, one in June, one in September and one in January. And now you've got the thousand paid in timely. You can't just blow off the first three. And make a thousand dollar fourth quarter estimate. You may be deemed under uh, underpaid and subject to the estimated penalty. Now, is it the end of the world if you get hit with that estimated penalty? No, no, it's um, we're in a very low interest rate world. Right. Okay. so, you know, basically, um, if you, you know, and and the rates change, you know, and so I believe I fact in 2020, I do believe the 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 IRS lowered rates when Federal Reserve reversed course and lowered rates. So it may be five percent the beginning year. Maybe it was the current rates, maybe three percent. So maybe you have a four percent interest rate for 2020. Okay, that's annualized, by the way. Right. So in that simple example, let's say you were a thousand short or a thousand of your payments were deemed non-timely. Okay. Um, well, you know, that would be 4%. So that'd be $40 of interest. Okay. But that's if, if they charge you 365 days of interest. Right. Which they're not going they're to. They're not going to. As a matter of fact, this year you may, or, you know, for 2020, you may get a break because remember the first two quarterly estimates. We're due in July. Yeah. They were so extended that gave you July. a few more months of yeah. no interest, no penalty. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you, you can, so you, you know, so if you got maybe your, your deemed four months late, it, that may be a $13 interest, right? But still a lot of people don't even want to pay a dollar in interest. Right. A dollar to um, the government, they don't have to. And so, you know, the idea is, you know, are you working your safe harbors? So, so one of the reasons why the fourth quarter estimate isn't due to January 15th is for those folks who are trying to do a current year safe harbor. Because you now, because it gives you the opportunity to get some of those year right. numbers, including capital gains. You know, um, now a lot of people say, well, Mark, how do I do that? See, this is coordination of advisors, Gary, right? You call up your investment advisor and ask them, throw me a bone here. Can you tell me what my year to date capital gain or loss was? Right. Okay. Because um, I can't find it in this 32 page statement you send me every month. Because I don't even open it. Mm hmm. All right. Um, you know, or, um, you know, so it, it's it's that kind of concept. Um, if you're trying to figure out how much withholding, because you're not sure, you know, um, I, I mentioned during the year a case where we had a new client come in. We were w- working through this process and they they were, you know, I was, we were gathering information and, and they were saying, yeah, my Social Security. And, was, and I asked, well, do you have any withholding on your Social Security? She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got withholding on my Social Security. And I said, well, can you, you know, are you sure? Can you show me the, because I, you know, I, and looking in there and found out there weren't. 
because I said, well, so you remember, because she, I remember, because she had reasons right. that she had just started Social Security. Right. And she and, did and, with, elected with, well, the federal. Well, I said, do you remember electing? Because it's voluntary. And you she don't goes, have to. Yeah, she, no, she does. She, when she said, well, I don't remember electing it, but I'm sure they did it. See, it's not an automatic. It's a voluntary federal withholding. But in either case, and a lot of people say, well, okay, well, Mark, but I'm not going to have my W-2 by January 15th. That's true. You might. Yeah, but you can also look at your last pay stub yes, of the year. It's going to give yeah, you the you, same information. And you say, well, Mark, I don't, or Gary, I don't get a pay stub because I have my you know, paycheck electronically deposited. All right, you got to call up your payroll department. you got to ask for help. Or sometimes it, if you have online, because my son, I was helping him, and I, he said, I don't get a pay stub. It's direct deposit. I said, go online or email your HR. And he did have an online employee account where he had to pull it, access it online that he never did he just got the money in the account right didn't worry about um, it so so you know you don't be afraid to ask for help see a lot of times it's just knowing what questions you need to ask yeah so if you need a, if you if if you're trying to get your numbers and you don't have a w-2 yet call your payroll department and get a final pay stub if you don't know what your realized capital gain or losses call your investment advisor mm-hmm. and get that information um you can also ask them about interest and dividends uh, what about you know, a lot of times we get to consider, Mark? I've I've never yeah you know, I I did some you know math on the back of the napkin, Mark, and I think I do need to make a fourth quarter estimate. But how do I do that? I've never done that before. We right, can help. Call your tax preparer. Call your CPA. If you don't know how to get the coupons, call them. Right. Or go online to the Internal Revenue. It's right a website. Okay. Um, and we always you know recommend anytime you're sending a quarterly estimate in the mail to either the federal government or Ohio, uh, keep a copy of your coupon and the check that you're sending. Or if you want to make it easy and you don't want to write a check, you can do it online through your bank account and then you have an electronic confirmation. And so I know some clients have gone to that. Right. Um, so, you know, so all Especially the, with the snail mail in o, um, Northeast Ohio. Yeah, really. We have a big <laughs> problem with that. Oh, That's yeah. no laughing matter. Well, some people have gotten late bills or, you know, bills they didn't know that were past due. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and then the finally, too, um, you know, the idea is, you know, you, you hang on to your money as long as you can and have it working for you. Um, and, and each year, you know, what you what safe harbor you used last year might not be the one you use this year. But don't, you know, but don't just blow those off. I mean, you don't necessarily, to us, effective tax planning isn't getting big refunds every year, even though it makes you feel good when you get that. But, you know, the problem is a lot of people who are expecting big refunds rush to get your tax returns done so you can get that refund check quicker and then you make mistakes. Or you miss, you know, ten ninety nine or whatever. So, so that might, you know, as opposed to have the discipline to just understand the safe harbors, um, and it's okay to owe money on April fifteenth as long as you've got one of your safe harbors covered. Um, and so, you know, the idea is if you, even if you worked out, and if you're doing taxes yourself with one of the robots. They probably automatically put you on a previous year safe harbor because that's the only thing it can do, and it's going to automatically assume that whatever withholding you had done last year is going to be the same amount you have done this year. If those aren't good assumptions, you're then you're, it's going to be off. You need to adjust. Okay, so be very active. We're very active planners at the state planning team. All right, Carrie, I think we're running out of time. All right. Uh, well, regardless good. of what's going on in your financial life, we may be able to help you and put you back on track or help you with the issues that you're facing or opportunities the estate planning team offers a free no obligation consultation again we're doing those by phone or in person whatever you prefer call the estate planning team you know be proactive instead of just worrying about your financial life call 440-239-2090 that's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com all right go browns go box Tune in next week for more financial food for thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening.